Man, wow. God, I just gotta take it back to my sophomore year of college. So hard, dude. Oh, you're in good space right now. You feeling good right now? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Oh, man, this is Don't Do That, bro. I'm John Parker. I'm Dan Duncan. And we are Every Man's Fantasy the Podcast. <laughs> We are here to help dudes win. We want to make sure guys are handed the right club in life. They hit their own balls into their own holes. It's cool, bro. I, I was trying to cut. I was going to keep going, but I couldn't. I just. I apologize. <laughs> slight mix up, but slight subconscious <laughs> flip. I just wasn't. I wasn't ready to give it up hey, yet. We won't move on until you're ready, man. Anyway, this is don't do that, bro. This is it, and this is how we start things off, man. We we like to give the home team an advantage. You know what I'm saying? And that's us right now. We're the home team, and we play music that we want to hear that gets us excited, that gets us going, so that's that right. we can deliver these hot facts. I just, I just, the, just that that note he hits when he <laughs> that, when he make he makes shoddy sound so <laughs> like it's like a, a fine wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I apologize for any. Did it age well? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Um, for those of you, this may be your first time listening. Don't do that, bro, is a uh, podcast extraordinaire that has existed and, and keeps existing and will continue to exist, apparently, no matter what we do in our best intentions to help guys stop uh, being dummies. That's right. We are here to help dudes win. Mm-hmm. On a weekly basis, we sit down, we tackle a topic that we think all dudes on some level kind of are thinking about, struggling with, whatever, kind of help create the new dude code. The new dude code. That's what we're about. And uh, yeah, helping dudes win. Yeah. Uh, if this is your first time, please go on iTunes, like us, rate us, review us. Mm-hmm. Fourth and Ten is talking a whole bunch of smack <laughs> about how they're the most liked, most followed yeah. most cared for podcast and i know for a fact mm. that we have more loyal listeners I, i'm i guarantee that bro for the for the, the three years we've been doing this and for the response we've tried we to get rid of our we, listeners oh, we've tried we've tried our best to offend everyone possible all times and people still show up they keep coming back man we like are we abusive is that what we are no like, i don't think we're abusive i just think that we are uh honest wow did you hear the silence <laughs> That is absolutely true. Bro. We are the friend that you wish you had. Come on, <laughs> and we, you need apparently. We not patting you on your back. You know nope. what I'm saying? We not giving you no attaboys. Hey, we're like the dumbasseries at an all time high, sir. I need you to fall back. <laughs> That's right. I need you to stop doing what you're doing. Stop messing up. Stupid is stupid. Does you are stupid. And and, and some some dudes are winning, and we're here yeah. to to uh, congratulate you. I think I have a wedding invitation coming in the mail from a guy who's a a, a frequent listener and who's grateful. For the information that Dan Dunn gives. I don't know about me so much, but at least you. You are helping this man win right now. Bad John didn't help him win. You know what? Bad John may have helped him. Bad John (laughs) may have helped him pick the wise, the the upgrade wife. You know what I'm saying? So it's all good. I'm not mad. All right. So what are we talking about today? So today, um, you know, we got the who's your caddy situation popping off. Of course. But but even, even more important than getting a good caddy is knowing how to get that job. Now, we've been talking about on this season entrepreneurship and, you know, frequent flyer miles and all this good stuff, but we haven't given the the regular guy 
that doesn't necessarily have aspirations of owning his own business, running his own company, being a CEO per se, but just needs to get a job. So we're gonna have some tips and tricks for you on how to avoid failing when you're going for this new job. Yes. <laughs> and we're gonna go through a list, not our list, a list that was put out there in uh-huh. the in the universe yep. as a jumping off point. As a jumping off point. Because I think if that is if we go through this list and you're yes. just checking off all those, I still think you have about 90% chance of not getting a job. And that's the point. We want to make sure that you're 100% choice. You're, you're the top choice. We that's want you right. to be the one that wins when he goes to the interview. But alas, there's there so are people, much to say. There are people that just don't understand how this works, man. And we can help you get your job. We can help you get your that's job. That's what we're going to do today. That's what we're talking about. And then we're also talking about the etiquette of gifts when it comes to either getting jobs or securing clients or kind of. I don't know, just winning friends. That's right. You know, there's a, there's a, remind me to tell you about a certain man I know that tipped his waiter with a special gift. Mm, All right, don't let okay. me forget about that, right? All right, that would be the icing on this cake <laughs> yeah. that is don't do that, bro. Yeah. How to give gifts. Uh, you know, in reality, though, mm-hmm. seriously, the uh, trade economy is a real thing it and is. finding out how to scratch people's back mm-hmm. in an effective way yeah. to where everyone's winning. Mm hmm. It's 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 a good thing. It's a good thing. But there's also the bait and switch that Dan is gonna he's gonna he's gonna lead the charge on that conversation as we squeeze that in. Just just how to how to not be that guy. Don't be yeah. Don't promise something you can't deliver don't, on. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right. Speaking of which <laughs> Who's your caddy? We got a lot of guys delivering stuff that don't need to be delivered. Who's your caddy? Fourth district. Seem to me like Dan Duncan always offered a hand to the nine iron. Always the nine iron. What you need a caddy for if he always gonna give you the same club, huh? Hashtag. Who's your caddy? Here we go. <laughs> All right, this is where we start. Who's your caddy? Um, there was a. I'm gonna start off with a a sad note. Then we're gonna we're gonna bring it down to the <laughs> Get funny, happy. right? Right. So. It's 2018. Shoddy. Like. <laughs> it was some shoddy happening. It was some shotgun. There was some pistol grip pumps going on. So 2018, we're in a, uh, we're not even post-Trump era. We're in a um, current, we're in a bombs over Syria, Baghdad, whatever happened. How'd you feel about that? So, so, so this is, this is where I am being transparent Let's about take the first rabbit trail <laughs> right available to hey, us they know if you're a listener you know these rabbits be hopping around here right so i didn't find out until probably after president obama was out of office that he was using drone strikes uh in was it Libya? no where was he using drone strikes um Syria. Was it Syria? He yeah. was doing drone strikes in Syria? Yeah. So I had no idea that this dude not only was... In Afghanistan, for sure. Afghan, okay, was was using bombs to blow up things. I had no idea he was using drones, and I had no idea that, that my president, your president, our president at the time was that type of dude. I didn't know he he did that type of stuff. It just caught me off guard. And I didn't. I don't know why I would ex- wouldn't have expected a president of a country to do something like that, but I figured he was... I don't know, I just feel like that's not the way to go. You know, do, am I, do you understand what do I'm saying? A, do, do you have a moral difference between a drone dropping a bomb and a human dropping a bomb? I don't want bombs dropped, period. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't want them dropped. And I just feel like drones even, are... Even on, like, a, a terrorist training camp. I mean, if it, so this is the where we are. Remember when we went into Iraq? 
with weapons of mass destruction and there were zero weapons of mass destruction. Yes. Right. So if the intel is solid, if these are people that are actively out bombing and shooting and maiming and, and doing the things that they're doing over there or even on, on you know, our soil or, or, or European soil or whatever, then I'm OK with that. If the intel is solid and it's good, it's it's war. Right. I mean, if you know what I'm saying, if I sign up to be a, you know, what I'm saying Taliban, I, I got to take the risk of knowing that someday somebody might come for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So proven facts as much as possible right you know what i'm saying I, i'm not a fan of war i had a cousin that was going to join up for the military i was like bro i'll pay for your college before i let you sign up for the military yeah. for college i'll get a third job you know <laughs> what i'm saying um so i'm just not i'm I'm not necessarily anti-military sure but i'm not for sneak attacks sure. you know what i'm saying yeah. like you know hey we're coming not necessarily let the taliban know you're coming because i'm sure they'll get out of there but just civilians and the stuff you hear about right you hear about oh we bombed this factory that was full of cardboard boxes and there was no weapons there but we could sworn there was weapons there you right. know you understand my my train of thought there? Yeah, yeah totally so so how do you feel about obama i just i just i mean just, not obama trump trump yeah bombing the assad regime's yeah. you know stockpile yeah. of chemical weapons if it comes to be true that these were actually places that these weapons were being stockpiled i think that's great but then i'm not sure that by blowing up places where these chemicals exist you don't expect for them to get in the atmosphere right <laughs> if you if you blow up these chemicals, don't they then blow up and sure. travel downwind? You know what I'm saying? So I think that, you know, it wasn't the wrong move per se if these were actual factories. Do you do you not just go in and make sure that you secure these things or do you eradicate them? I don't know. That's the hard piece. I don't – if it was – I saw a post that it was about a pipeline that was between Russia and the United States and getting some oil, that that was the biggest issue. And if that was real, then I'm all the way – no sir you know what i'm saying but if it was a matter of securing people and making sure women and children don't get gassed i'm for that yeah i mean and everything is political right. to some extent yeah. and so i think not to spend too much time on this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think there is the surface level thing of like oh this is like assad is a seems to be yeah. a tyrant yeah, yeah, yeah um bombing his own people mm -hmm. um gassing his own people mm -hmm. with sarin gas yeah uh but I'm sure that there's like deeper yeah. rooted financially mm -hmm. solvent things that like around the topic, like a pipeline, like other things mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, we're going to use this as a means to an end to send a message yeah. for the world. The world yeah. thinks the message is Assad, don't do this to your people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When in reality, it's Putin. Yeah. Like we coming for your oil. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, uh, yeah. and so, I mean. But the greater good is served, right? When it, that's what it's, it's an interesting thing. It might be just, again, to close the topic, it might be the first time that I, in action, agree with Trump over an Obama. Yeah. Because Obama would have tried to, like, either covertly, yeah. like, drone strike mm -hmm. it or... Um, talk him down. Right, talk yeah. him down. Yeah. And this is the first time that I'm like... <laughs> the We're kind of giving the crazy man the keys, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but at the same time... This might be like, I may regret this statement later yeah. setting that up, but like yeah. having someone who's crazy enough to yeah. be like, if we believe the best of the yeah. situation, nah, we're done with this. Yeah. Like you're yeah. done doing that. Yeah. 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 It's done. I'm grateful that it was, wasn't just United States, you know what yes. I'm saying? So that gives a little bit more credibility and just equal, 
responsibility for what happens because on NPR a couple of weeks ago I was listening to an, uh, a guy from Syria he was who was pro government and was saying that it would be an international war crime to go in there because he was saying it was fake news he was saying it didn't happen he was saying that people never were gassed that show me the real evidence of what happened blah 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 he was saying they were paid actors they were crisis actors that were going on and putting this, all this crisis stuff. actor bro, thing dude it's wild bro like this, and he was like, like dead serious about it. You know what I'm saying? And if America attacks us, it will be a crime of war, and we will have to call. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, bro, like, I guess these women and children have nothing better to do than to pretend like they're choking. You know what I'm saying? I don't like, buy that, bro. <laughs> I don't buy that. <laughs> Apparently, that's what they're doing in series. Like, yo, we got we. This like Tyler Perry's making a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like people just sign up to be crisis actors and pretend like you're choking and gagging. Like that's what's happening right now. Like. No, I work with children actors, bro. <laughs> they can't gag that well, bro. <laughs> Their ability to cry on command. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't buy that. Anyway, yes, sir. So, so yes. apparently, another child, yes, may have been a crisis actor. Yes, yes, yes. So it's getting it's, shot at. It's wild out here. So a couple months back, if it might have been last year, um, there was a a guy who got into an accident. Car flipped over. He stumbles. Uh, you know he's like um uh what do you call it probably concussed and all these things i think this was in florida knocks on the guy's door to say and i think it may have been late at night asking for help boom get shot right you're dead there was a lady same thing happened knocked on the door boom get shot so this young man um was here i think in georgia if i'm not mistaken um let me make sure before um i get to falsely accusing people of things they didn't do um yeah he was walking to school um let me, sorry guys, uh, forgive my... Walking to school, like, missed the bus. Oh, sorry, it was uh, Rochester Hills, Michigan. Okay. So he woke, he was late, missed the bus, he's in this suburban neighborhood, he's like, yo, I gotta figure out how to get to school, knocks on his neighbor's door, the lady comes down, according to their reports, starts yelling, the husband hears the lady yelling, he grabs his shotgun, the boy sees him grab the shotgun, and he runs. The reason why he doesn't get shot or he, they feel that he, that he didn't get shot is the guy the safety was on the first time he tried to shoot the gun so after he takes the safety off the guy's further enough down he still shoots at him he misses so this is all because this guy knocks on his neighbor's door black kid knocks on these white people's doors and they assume he's there to rob them right and, 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 and at the nine, response at, at eight thirty a.m <laughs> yes yes on the way to school hey it's me by myself I'm going to knock on your door first to make sure you're home and when you're not home I'm going to kick in your door with nothing but a backpack on Right. So the point we're making here for the life caddy moment is, hey, guys, I don't fault the kid for knocking on the doors, but I think we have to realize that it's not safe to do that. <laughs> I think that there's I mean, he's a teenager, so maybe he's not thinking through that or whatever. But parents, we have to educate our kids like, bro, it's not safe. It's not safe to assume that your neighbors care for you, that they like you, that they're there for your best interest, that they'll let you borrow some sugar, that you'll let you borrow an egg, that they'll bake a cake with you, that they'll want to have a barbecue with you. We can't assume these things. Right. Right. Dennis the Menace is no longer a thing. <laughs> not a thing. Leave it to Beaver is over with. Right. We cannot. Ass- little rascals are done. Right. We can't assume as parents raising children or even an uncle or even a a big brother or even a cousin that that we don't have to give certain information out it's sad that we have to tell the kid hey you just can't go knock on doors and maybe he didn't have a cell phone i don't know why he didn't google it you know what i'm saying i don't know you know what i'm saying maybe he didn't you know maybe he ain't got a cell phone but i don't know why he didn't walk home and be like 
day off. <laughs> he probably had a test, bro. Not my, a... not my fault. I missed this bus. I tried. I tried, but alarm didn't go. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe the phone was dead. The alarm didn't go off. He couldn't Google how to get to a school. Hey, man. And it just, it just one of them things, man. He just knocked on the wrong door, man. Man, it all comes back to charge your phone at night. Charge your phone at night, bro. Be prepared, man. It all comes back to being prepared. Bro. Anyway, this is such a sad situation, yeah. that, and we're kind of like making light of it, like, only because he didn't die then we can have fun with it but anyway right yeah um but like you said he potentially could have mm-hmm. the, the i mean this man was indicted right no yes he's getting charged yeah like he's for getting, attempted murder yeah, he's getting charged bro because you you can't shoot someone in the back right right and so he's not a threat to you right he ran because you have a gun so let's hope our judicial our judicial system has proven inadequate in yeah. many of these cases of fearing for your life yeah um to actually indict and charge and convict yeah. people who do these things. But uh, this is why, like, people need to train with their weapons. Because, mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. I don't think it's wrong. I don't want to frame owning weapons or even having weapons on you for a person yeah. when someone randomly comes to your door. I don't care if you're white, black, mm-hmm. whatever you are, like, there's a good chance that on my back, if I'm home mm-hmm. and I don't know you, that I have my weapon on me right, right. when someone comes to the door. Yeah. Now, I I feel comfortable enough in tense situations yeah. to not pull my gun until absolutely necessary. Right, 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 right. And two, I guess if I did hear Allison screaming, like yeah. my first reaction would be like, okay, yeah. there's something seriously wrong. Yeah. But if the kid is running away, yeah. what what are you doing? You're just angry and you want to shoot somebody. You're out for blood at that point in time. Like you have crossed a level in a threshold of common sense that says you are just a person who is out for evil intentions. That's insane to me. Yeah. And, and then, you should you should go to jail. Yeah. You should for a long time. Bro, and the, the problem is is I think that again, we've talked about it before, unregulated people. Even if will the trend they have it on film because they had the you know the the cameras on their door and all this other stuff and and from the jump, according to this kid's report, she immediately assumes the worst. Why do you people keep coming? Why do you you people, your kind, trying to knock on my door, trying to trying to rob us, blah, blah, blah. He knocks on your door. He wasn't beating in your door. He wasn't kicking in your door. He knocks on your door for directions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it's a problem when we as human beings in America can't make adjustments to the neighborhoods around us. I'm like, I'm at a point where like, yo, white flight, if you want to leave, leave. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there goes the neighborhood. All right, cool. Black folks or whoever, Hispanics, Latinos, Asians, if you don't want to move into a place where you don't feel comfortable, don't force it. Yep. You know what I mean? It was a point in time where people were like, I want to live here to prove a point. Like, why? Why be somewhere that you're not welcome or that's unsafe? Or why continue to live in a place where you don't feel welcome or safe? Sure. You know what I'm saying? Go to a place where you don't have to worry about shooting people in the back as they're running away. Is that is that a safe thing to say? Is that, is that Yeah, fair? I think it's... People have a tendency to overestimate what is... When, when they're safe or comfortable. Mm-hmm. I think you can move into a place and very much establish, like, have I ever told you the story of like, when someone's uncle from, when we first moved into Grand Park, <laughs> uh-huh. it was like, not what what I, what I, I currently I, live in well currently. <laughs> um, and bro, I swear to you, yeah. this dude like hopped my fence mm-hmm. uh, into my backyard trying to steal some stuff. Mm-hmm. Just strung out, so skinny. He mm-hmm. probably weighed like, 95 pounds mm. allison was like hey uh there's like someone oh actually 
our neighbor mm-hmm. who like knows everyone in the neighborhood mm-hmm. back in the day mm-hmm. uh was like hey someone jumped in your backyard mm-hmm. and so i was like okay uh so me and marley kind mm-hmm. of run down the stairs yeah. and into the backyard and he get like you could tell he was scared of marley <laughs> than i was of like this situation yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing, man? Mm-hmm. And he was like, ah, you know, I'm blah, blah, blah. <laughs> strung out. <laughs> and, I can't talk. and I was just like, okay, man, like, you, like, can I get, get you something? Like, but yeah. you got, like, you yeah. can't be here. Yeah. yeah. Can I help you, though? Yeah. And he was like, ah, like, and so he was like, I'll, I'll just go. And I was like, he, and I was like, okay. Cool. And, and he was like, you're not like, kind of was like, you're going to call the cops? Like, nope. Yeah. And so then he goes and starts climbing over my fence again. I was like, no, 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 man. Like, Just go you can walk through my front door. <laughs> like, do you need any food? Like, yeah. please like go in peace. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to like start anything in the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. And then I swear to you the next day, like four dudes roll by in uh-huh. their Cadillac yeah. and like stop at our stop sign for a long time and uh-huh. wait to like make eye contact with me and kind of yeah. give me this head nod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, he was someone's uncle. Yeah. That story got back and yeah. it was like. And we had other people that got yeah. messed with. Our house never got I'm saying, touched, bro. bro. It's the beauty of a past, And it bro. was just kind of like, if you come into a neighborhood with the intentions yeah. of caring for the people of that neighborhood, regardless yeah. of what they think about you, what they, what their thought process, how they see the world differently, agree or disagree, if people, if people know that they're you're for them, yeah. and you're not just coming in trying to like take over, yeah then it works out well Bro. and you can and from that point on allison felt super safe yeah. like it was like oh, okay like yeah. we're part of the neighborhood yeah Bro, like what you just said is so it's so wise beyond your years. You assess the situation properly. It wasn't like again, you knew you had the drop on a dude. So even walking him through your house, like, oh, okay, cool. Like it's we're good. Right. I'm establishing something with this guy. Yeah. The young man comes to the dude's door, I'm lost. Oh, hey, okay, cool. You may not let him in, but let me show you how to get to your school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Like, you know, let me you know, help you figure the situation out. And then out. talk to your wife about freaking out about right. nothing. Right, 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 right. You were just trying to shoot somebody, bro. That's all that boils down to. And the thing is he better be glad he didn't hit that kid because then he's really going down for murder yeah you know what i'm saying like you're done like this kid is dead you're done yep for the fact that you were just bloodthirsty you know or or trying to flex for your wife or just trying to do whatever you know what i'm saying like no bro like get out of here man so hey man like slow on the draw y'all Slow on the draw do do that bro don't don't do that bro the caddy moment for this put the gun down to you properly assess the situation if someone's running away from you, that's not the time to shoot at them. You've done your job. You win, right? And at the end of the day, be wise and win souls. Be able to have conversations with your neighbors and, 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 and know what's going on and be plugged in so that you don't have to shoot at people. Totally agree. All right, all right, all right man. Okay, let's go on some, to some happy stuff. Yeah. Let's <laughs> just, <laughs> just some lighter notes. Chlamydia. So, speaking of chlamydia. <laughs> speaking of the claps. <laughs> we're talking about round of applause here. Shoddy. <laughs> Uh, it's a lot of shotties happening right now so here's a conversation that i hope no one feels uh slut shamed or whatever the new term is in 2018 but <laughs> i love that you have to preface you do i mean right this is the where spirit we are. the spirit of current is still in the room <laughs> she, she, it's not leaving but it's gonna be heavy until we get to a new location she's winning right now bro she's got me so you're right in times past i wouldn't have had any type of uh uh-uh. disclaimer we're just going right in right <laughs> It's this morning routine. You know, I got water in my system. I don't have no courage juice right now. So it's the sobriety speaks. So 
there is a a thing that exists in my household. So my wife went to University of Florida while Tebow and the national championships and all this stuff was happening. Her mom and dad, her her father was a former athlete, said, hey, you're going to stay away from these athletes while you're in school. Mm Mm-hmm. And they gave them all the stories and all the horror. And she literally ran away from them. My wife literally ran away from the athletes on her campus. Well, <laughs> no! Right, 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 right. Where some of her friends were off chasing Al Horford. And I don't know, whoever was around at the time. Uh, who else? I don't know. Whatever those guys. Joking Noah. Yeah, all those guys, right? Um, Ronnie Brewer, I think, or whatever. She was running to the school. She was running to books. She was running to her dorm and hiding out under a bed. Staying, saying, just say no. <laughs> Which I applaud her for. Because she's won. She won the, the, the husband lottery. She got me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> She could have any athlete making millions of dollars and taking trips and living in but Brazil. But she's got you. She's got me. You know what I'm saying? She gets to support me. You know what I'm saying? Being a doctor <laughs> while I make podcasts. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Anyway, so the same, you know, standard would have applied to my daughter even before I had a daughter. I've known athletes. I've known entertainers. I've lived in those worlds. I've done it professionally, both sides of the, the fence, sacred yeah. and secular. And I, and my daughter's conversation, my conversation would be like, hey, there's more important things in life than chasing an athlete or entertainer. Yeah. That's a lifestyle that you may not want. You know what I'm saying? There's a few guys out there that I think are doing it right. Cal Corver, I met him a few times, been in a church. You know, we've had conversations at Crog Street Market, you know what I'm saying? Or, or Pont City, you know, Pont City Market. I, f- I feel like he's doing it well for someone who's a family guy who's, right. who's an entertainer athlete you know loves Jesus I believe you know what I'm saying but there's far and few between so as far as I'm concerned there's a no athlete no entertainer clause in my household you know what I'm saying unless your entertainment is like uh hmm playing the spoons <laughs> if you play the spoons for a living i feel like panties aren't getting thrown at you, you know? <laughs> xylophone that, you know what i'm saying accordion yeah yeah, yeah. if you're on, if you're on uh, Broadway may have his things. If if you play the 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 cymbals, you know what I'm saying, in an orchestra, I think you're safe. Those are the guys my my wife can, I mean my my daughter can shoot for. You yeah, know what I'm saying. But outside of that, no athlete rule. This brings on the story of chlamydia. There's this college athlete. His name is Isaac Haas. He plays for Purdue. He's probably NBA bait. Whether he'll start or not, whatever he'll probably get a he'll probably get a draft pick. You yeah. know what I'm saying. Um. He decides to get tested for STDs. Oh, I've got chlamydia. Cool. Let me get this treatment. Cool. Oh, my chlamydia is cleared. Cool. Let me go have raw sex. All right. <laughs> that's that's his. I'm I'm pretty sure that's his logic. I'm pretty sure. Had raw sex. I'm cured. I got a disease. I'm cured. I'm gonna have some more raw sex. We're going to like East Asia, and like <laughs> the only cure for this is more sex. More sex. You know what I'm saying? You have HIV, have sex with a virgin. That's what they teach you. That's what they used to teach you. So what happens is. He's getting now sued for $1 million in a civil suit. The girl didn't even, she's not even going for, for prosecution because, you know, if you have an STD and you have sex with somebody, you can be charged with like really? attempted murder. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yes. This is a caddy moment. Oh, bro. Oh, yes. Like you can go to jail and be found guilty in a law, like not civil suit, in a, in a, in a like, hey, like you are being charged with attempted murder. Jail time suit. Jail time suit, right? Not money suit for having an STD. HIV especially. HIV is I a big ticket no item. I no idea. Oh, yeah. No, HIV is a big ticket item. Like, people, again, my wife does this research. Like, you go to jail. Like, people be out there, like, intentionally, they get scorned, they get burned, and then they get mad and try to give it to other people. And once they get caught for that, they go they go to jail. Like, you serve time. Wow. Yeah. And don't let somebody get infected and you had it. That's, that's real, like, murder, attempted murder charges. Like, not just, like, being a bad citizen. Like, you're going down. Wow. Yeah, hell hath no fury. Like All right, yeah. So boil, <laughs> boiler maker, boiler maker was down here making them boils, man. So he gives the girl, the girl, to clap. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't, she doesn't take that round of applause lightly. That's not something she's happy about. And here's this million dollar lawsuit. 
And of course, like a man, he blames it on of, of all people. <laughs> the girl. <laughs> That's probably her thing too. He blames it on the university. Oh man, I was getting tested. They said I was clean. So, you know, I just went on and you know what I'm saying, went resume the normal activities. Oh my gosh. It was like hit the shower, hit the gym, go to go to go to uh go to go to training, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm gonna go train something else. While he was training this dragon, you know what I'm saying? He passed on that fire. And guess what? Here comes that lawsuit. So the first ticket you thought you were getting when you hit the league will be going to said young lady. That'd be the end of that. <sighs> So your first, your first check, you know, people go out and buy cars with the first check. They go buy a house, buy their mama a house. This dude's gonna be paying off this lawsuit. Okay, let's just. There was I was gonna take this one direction. I'm gonna take a different direction. <laughs> Please do. I'm gonna focus on the male <laughs> because I think we've we've spent some time like trying to help caddy yep. young ladies like you, caddy your your daughter. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Don't do it. Like Tristan Thompson just was like you know caught in the club. Wait a minute, bro. P- Please hold. This he didn't give her chlamydia. He gave her herpes. He was getting. I read. I I was like, I'm missing something. He had chlamydia and got tested for it. And I was like, why is the story say incurable disease? Oh, he gave her herpes. So this dude is a smorgasbord of crotch rocket right now. Which, again, was gonna be to my point. Please continue. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> it's fine. He didn't I'm even gl- give her. I'm glad. He- I'm glad we got to the the bottom of it. Get to the bottom of this, dude. Men. Like, if you sleep with random women, nothing good happens. Yep. You have fun for 30 seconds. 30 seconds. And then Mm -hmm. you end up with diseases. Mm -hmm. Lawsuits. (laughs) Lawsuits. (laughs) Divorces. Divorces. Yeah. At the end of the day, if we just boil it down to the mighty dollar. Yes. Lots and lots of money. Yes leaves your account Mm -hmm. for various other accounts because Mm -hmm. you thought 30 seconds was worth it. Mm -hmm. Go ride the ninja at Six Flags for 30 seconds. That is a thrill. That's a thrill. Find a hobby. Yep. Do something other than conquering Mm -hmm. the opposite sex. Mm -hmm. Like Tristan Thompson right now is yeah. about to mess his life done, up. Done, done, done. Because mm. apparently, since his wife's about to give birth mm. to his child, yeah. he's gonna go and mess around with yeah. multiple women. Yes. yes, His wife's gonna divorce him. Yes, she's gonna take half of his checks stuff on checks on checks. And the only reason she won't is because she's wi- filthy rich too, right, and right, he'll right. T- be able to take half of his. Her stuff. <laughs> right, right. He might win in that. Yo, the thing is, people like bro. Pregnancy sex is the best sex because she's already pregnant. You can't lose. This is a great point. <laughs> Again, dudes, if we're focusing on the average guy, yes. I literally have a friend right now that just jacked up his entire life mm-hmm. because he was intoxicated. Oh. <laughs> he thought this was a night to just let loose and mm-hmm. hearken back to the good old days. To the good old days. Let loose. And like I get it. Like Guys have this stupid, incurable itch that they're like oh i wonder if i still have it right Mm -hmm. some guys they just flirt a little bit to see like oh can it be reciprocated Mm -hmm. but if you are in a committed relationship Mm -hmm. have your buddies your life caddies with Mm -hmm. you to be able to be like don't dude it is not worth (laughs) you finding out if you still can holler yep and if they're still interested yep you were going to destroy your life. Yep. And you were going to be poor. Yep. Like, I know lawyers who make millions of dollars 
who live like they make less than me, which I do not make, mm-hmm. because they are paying out of the ass mm-hmm. in childcare, mm-hmm. and they lost all half of all they had ever made mm-hmm. in the process of getting their divorce. Yep, yep. Lawyer fees. If there's one win that we can help all men figure out, yes, it is. Do not mm-hmm. have sex. Mm-hmm. Unprotected sex yes. randomly. Randomly. How about we just don't have random sex as well? That's a great that's a great it's <laughs> a great starting point. I, I'm not sure we can move the needle that far. I know, I know. I get it. I get it. It's a, it's 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 hard out here to tell these dudes to to to, to not let that brain leave the Like br- Coachella's happening right now yeah. and the oh. amount of oh. unprotected oh. S C D passing oh. around It's going down. It is incredible. It's 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 happening. Like, I, yes just everywhere i've i've seen i've seen the pictures I, I i stay away from things like that i i'm good and dudes think like oh like we didn't even we didn't even exchange information it yeah. was just like it was just we sex. were free yeah. we were whatever yeah no, she gonna find you oh yeah trust me trust me women women have ways. five degrees of separation yes. from everybody trust, you you were don't worry the stork will be visiting your estate very soon don't worry about it it's coming your way so this i mean i don't know why 2018 people are still surprised about hiv transmissions stds getting herpes chlamydia like why i don't know what rock people live under (laughs) that conversations about sexually transmitted diseases don't happen on a more regular basis and why people aren't more concerned when i before i even became a believer in the teachings of jesus christ i had rules one i don't want a baby two i don't want an std and you know what i did one i didn't have sex for a very long time you know what i'm saying and it was stole my virginity was stolen from me uh by a sweet siren that had a song i couldn't resist <laughs> and that was unfortunate i wish i could do it all over again but i made sure even in those moments where i got caught slipping that i wasn't getting caught slipping by making sure that i could do my best not to pass an std from her to me if she had one and to not have a baby come out of my body you know what i'm saying like you like there's nothing more important to me than not having an std right and having a baby in my youth that was the two things that yes. were important to me i want to finish college well i want to be able to travel i want to be able to do some things and my mom you know what the only conversation she had with me about condoms and sex she was like one day she came in my room and i had my own my own bathroom i did a condom count you're missing one and it wasn't because i was using them it was because i gave one to my friend you know what I'm saying? And that was weird to me. And I was like, I never want to talk to my mom about sex again. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? Count them count. Count them count. That's all she had to tell me. You know, that's all the conversation we ever had about sex. You know what I'm saying? And at that point, I was able to see all my friends who was having babies in high school. You know what I'm saying? I knew a girl that had two babies before she graduated senior year. Two babies. I'm like, you didn't learn the first time? You know, and she was my friend. We having real conversations. Like, what are you doing? But I digress. All I'm saying is, man, like, hey, if you got an STD and you're out there, take care of that. Don't I have here. every intention of taking Jace to the waiting room of <laughs> Northside or Grady, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to sit here for 30 minutes, yeah. and I just want you to watch. Yeah. Watch the faces of the people that are married <laughs> yep. and happy about these things, yeah. Yeah. and then watch the faces of the gentlemen who yep. escort their girlfriends in mm-hmm. thinking, my life is over. Yep. Yep, let's have some conversations. They, I'm sure they will find happiness yeah. in raising the said child that yep. they helped to create, and I'm yep. sure there will be good things that come from those things. Yeah. But, uh, b- gentlemen, mm-hmm. please, please, just think, if you have no other motivation morally, mm-hmm. just think about the fact that you are going to be poor because you yeah. can't resist yeah. the temptation. Or you could die. Also an option. 
<laughs> you literally can die from STDs, bro. And not just HIV. You can die from them. It's crazy, bro. Yeah. And Instagram models out here just trying to catch us all they, slipping, They dude. just trying to slide in DMs, bro. And you ready? You ready to catch that? Oh, I got that. Let me. Would you like to know more? Yes, I would. <laughs> I would like to know more. No, I wouldn't. In fact, my <laughs> wife has my login info, yes. so I need to get you out of here right. in 10 seconds. Please. No. <laughs> <laughs> Blocked. Blocked. Reported. That's it, bro. I'm reporting immediately. Uh, need more likes. I don't. I don't need more likes. No. So listen, again, I don't want an STD shame. I'm just trying to cover my bases. I might run for president one day. If you're a gentleman out there and you've got one, please protect others from that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Do your best to take care of that. Take your creams or rub your creams. Uh, take your pills. Do whatever you have to do. Protect yourself. Cover it up. And again, if you have no other moral complications involved, remember, poverty is your way. Itching and burning is your way. Uncomfortable life is on your way. Death can be knocking at your door. Just, 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 just do something else. Jump off a cliff with a parachute. You know what I'm saying? There's other thrill-seeking you can do. Ride a motorcycle. Just shoot your shot in every other way other yep. than shotguns and yep. CDs. That's it, man. We love y'all. Yeah. And the last thing, listen, we, we have a lot of conversations about people, and this is going to be our segue from Who's Your Caddy into this, this greater conversation. Guys needing to win in the job market. District. Uh, seem to me like Dan Duncan always offered a hand to the 99. Always the 99. What you need a caddy for if he always gonna give you the same club, huh? Hashtag. Who's your caddy? Do you wear funny socks? Most men do. Whether it's at the office or at the bar, your socks are guaranteed to be a conversation starter. Society Socks is a men's sock subscription company that sends two pairs of exclusively designed socks to your door every month. These socks are made of warm, soft, and comfortable blend of combed cotton guaranteed to make you look well-dressed. But why are they called Society Socks? Socks are one of the most needed and least donated clothing items at homeless shelters. Though Society Socks aims to change that. With every pair of socks purchased, another pair of socks is donated to a homeless shelter. Not only will your socks feel and look great, but you will be confident that you are making a positive change. With two surprise pair of socks arriving to your door every month in your subscription, you'll begin to grow your sock collection. Try out our first month of a sock subscription at 50% off when you All right, guys, so the record. there's Who's Put Your Caddy. To the We're going to be right back to talk about how you can actually get that job mm-hmm. that you want. Okay, We'll be right back. All right, go for it. Do you want to do the Alexa dude at all? Nah, we don't. Okay. We're, already, okay. or we're already at 37. Okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. All right, listen, guys. Um, before the break, we talked about caddying, and we talked about dudes that needed to get caddied, and I hope you paid close attention because your life is literally on the line. Um, but on a more, I don't know, what's the word we want to use? Uh, I'll just say lighter note. We want to help guys get jobs, win in life, and understand that, hey, there are certain things you can do once your resume gets to the desk of the person that's saying, hey, come and interview, that can ruin you and keep you from getting able to get that job. And some of these things should be common sense. But Inc.com is a highly reputable source of, of entrepreneur job information. I cannot believe they like Bro. I get they put this list out. Yeah, I was expecting something a little bit more profound but the oh. fact that they were like no nah, these are the, these yes. are the points yes bro like that's that's this is where <laughs> life has gotten that us. this is <laughs> dudes are out here just straight 
yep. not getting hired for the dumbest reasons. Bro, bro, and it's funny because these are statistics that were like compiled by Glassdoor. So Glassdoor is a reputable site you can mm-hmm. go to to check out jobs and salaries and all that other stuff. Inc. is a reputable company that you go to for, you know, jobs, information, entrepreneurial information, whatever. So like these two sources find out that this is a big enough thing for guys and people in general to not do that I have to. I have to report the news, bro. Like, I have to give these people the game. I have to help them understand, like, this is a real thing. And somebody that's listening has done this. Like, somebody has done this. Unbelievable. And we have to tell them. All right. So, let's. Yes. we want to help dudes get the job. Yep. We're going to talk about V7. How many things do they got here? It's 16. 16 things. 16 things. So, we'll kind of rapid fire yep. through some of these. Yep. And then we'll just kind of talk through. I have two or three individuals in my mind that I've been <laughs> mentoring yep. through their joblessness yeah. yeah and and i feel like there's some good things that yeah. come out of that so let's just uh let's start with number one okay and again this is a survey that was done by hiring managers hiring managers are reporting this these are people that are hiring people are reporting this is not me making this up to be funny this is not right. Dan just being that guy people have come and done these things got you number one and this is not necessarily in any order in terms of importance. This is just the highest percentage of problems that I've had. 93% of the hiring managers said this is the number one thing, arriving late to an interview. This isn't, I think they just had to put this on the list. Okay. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> if that's what you choose to believe, hey, this is true. If you are late for an interview, yeah. Yeah. you shouldn't go. <laughs> If you, if I'm thinking about hiring you yep. and you show up late to that interview, mm-hmm. I get pissed when my guys don't show up late or show up late to work. I right. don't care if you leave early. <laughs> right, right, right. Let's get I don't care time. if you, you crank out your work and you're gone yeah. by noon. Yeah. Cool. Man, yeah. I'm stoked. Yep. Done. But the, the like show up at 11. Yeah. Nah. nah bro. So an yeah. interview. Yeah. Hey, man. Don't show up. <laughs> You hey, aren't getting hired. Don't waste your time. People have the best excuses, bro. Come on, man. They're like, yo, on their way there, they're coming up with the best excuses. No, I I know that there's legitimate excuses. My mm-hmm. car broke down. Mm-hmm. I had, but in the age that we have today, Uber <laughs> comes to everybody. It does come to everybody. There's not a racial bias in Uber, <laughs> or or. I guess you could find a racial bias and distilling <laughs> down. If you have a debit card though, yes, and good. a bank account, you're good. You can make Uber take you places. Yep, yep. You can make them. They will come. So, if it's up to getting a job or not getting a job, mm-hmm. I always leave like thir- thirty minutes. Go mm-hmm. sit in their waiting room for thirty minutes. It may be like neutral, like yeah. you showed up early. Great. That doesn't really, yeah. uh, you know, d- yeah. do anything for us or. This dude's been around for three minutes. You strike up a conversation with yep. somebody else in the yep. waiting room. Yep. Somebody walks through. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, how I'm here to apply go? for a job. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, great. I'm actually meeting with you later. Like, yeah. it's great to meet. You make some good impressions by just being present. Yep. Yep. Charge your phone. Be there. Read a paper. You know what I'm saying? Read, bring something to, with you. Something that shows that, hey, like you said, this guy's been here and I like his work ethic already. Yes. I, he's coming ready, alert, and made it out of Starbucks. Didn't get arrested. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was just a jab. I just want to throw him <laughs> real quick. But I'm just saying, bro, like, you, you, you can get there and make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But, of course, some people don't. All right. We got to move on now. All right. Whining. I can't spend any more time on that. Whining. People are whining in job interviews. Whining. What is there to whine about? I don't know. People are bitches, dude. <laughs> Being somebody that hires people for a living, I believe that. I believe that you have met some whinies in your life, bro. What? 
I'm potentially thinking <laughs> about bringing you into a yep. culture yep. that I've spent mm-hmm. years building mm-hmm. of people positively engaging with one another, respecting other people, yeah. and not adding drama to my life. Yeah. Literally, I cut out friends. Mm-hmm. I cut out colleagues. I cut out anyone that adds drama to my life. No drama. I'm done with it. Yeah. I don't have time for it. Mm-hmm. I got a baby. I got... Uh, a mom that I love, mm-hmm. uh, meaning my wife, mm-hmm. like, I'm not adding drama. Yeah. I got enough. I got enough. So if you had drama in my life, and you and I can see that from the get of you whining about your yep. stuff, yep, or whatever's happened to you, whining about or being the victim. Late. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is the third time this happened. I can't, I'm the most unlucky person that's ever existed. No, you're not. Bad yep. things happen to people who yep. have bad like Habits, vibe bad vibes yeah man it's, it's a real situation it's amazing like is is can we get into something go i'm ahead. probably gonna get judged go for ahead. this go ahead but like if you watch people that like bad things happen to <laughs> like there's like there's certain people that just are unlucky yeah. and it's just it's just like you're just like god bless look god yeah. bless that kid because yeah. he just just has a rough mm-hmm. go at it mm-hmm. life ain't treating it the right. majority of people mm-hmm. who bad things happen and consistently happen to they do it to themselves amen on some level like they out here being job yeah. and like just <laughs> sitting in it and blaming all the wrong people all the wrong people look at you now look at me now look at you <laughs> like, there's no magic yourself. on this side of the table not, not at all bro not. i just make sure that i don't have extra drama in my life yeah. try to keep pushing i, I so honestly, just yeah. taking two seconds, I couldn't do your job because oh. the amount of whining <laughs> and complaining and blame shifting yeah. that I would, I would just, everybody would come in like, nope, you're, it's all your fault. It's you. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> I hear no. you. You think it's her or yeah. you think it's the job or mm-hmm. you think it's, nah, it's you. Mm-hmm. Like even when I've been the most oppressed in my life, mm-hmm. I could probably point at 14 things that were contributing to the fact that I was like super in mm-hmm. a bad place. Mm-hmm. But really, it was just me not manning up and like looking at myself in the mirror and being like, mm-hmm. "You gotta do something." Yeah, yeah. I I don't disagree. <laughs> I agree with you one hundred percent, sir. Whining, don't do it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get you worked up, bro. I'm just I'm trying to diffuse it. I'm trying to take a breath, guys. You talk about the next one. Okay. All right. Cool. Showing lack of preparation. Um, I don't understand how you come to a job interview without having prepped. No, thinking through some questions, knowing the industry, knowing what questions or, or trying to guess what questions they may ask you. That's a quick Google search. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't have anybody in your life that's ever interviewed for anything before that you can just ask, you can look up for that stuff. You can you can find out what questions may be asked in an interview. And if you're showing the lack of preparation, which could be stumbling through things, mumbling through things, not knowing the answer to the questions. Hey, I'm going to a job to be an accountant. Do you know how to use QuickBooks? Uh, what is QuickBooks? All right, bro. All right. We that's the end of this conversation you know what i mean just just prepare and know ahead of time what it is that you're getting yourself into yeah come in having at least like in the back of your mind stories that you can tell about failing Mm -hmm. and then succeeding Mm -hmm. leading others leading yourself yep Uh, and even they ask the question what is your uh greatest uh, your your, your greatest weakness weakness. do not stumble through that question no, no no and lie if you need to ah one minute lie but come up with a weakness that that's like i'm an asshole that's not the weakness that you want to that's not that's not that's not what you want to come with you know what i'm saying i don't work well with others that's not that's not what you want to do you right. know what i'm saying if you don't work well with others you need to be working on that right if you are an a-hole you need to do something about that too but you want to have something that you can navigate and make sound good you want to package well right absolutely yeah 
and and know the employer like understand like are they looking for the like candy coated weakness of like well i just work too hard sometimes yeah right 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 (laughs) i don't know when to go home right like Uh i mean and and or if that really is your weakness be transparent enough to be like no this is like a real issue for me like Mm -hmm. my family needs to be a priority and i'm trying to fit like navigate those yeah yeah yeah. be authentic do be careful to walk the line because i think in any interview if if i smell bullshit Right. It's done. done. You're done. And I'm not afraid to like be like, this interview is over. Right, right, right. I'm not wasting your time anymore. Yeah, I'm not yeah, wasting yeah. my time anymore. We're good here. Like, yeah. We're like, hey, here. man, here's a few. Here's a few thoughts. Yeah. It's not not looking like it's a good fit. And another thing for my extra religious folks that I know Ugh. that want to throw in like you know scriptures or want to throw in like overtly you know what I'm saying like religious overtones and undertones to the the answers you're giving know your audience you know what i'm saying yes i went in for just a to it was a group interview for an internship at scad you know what i'm saying and i and the comment i made was something about like we're all broken they asked us about like help or how do we you know how do we help people or what do we or what do we what's the, our role in trying to facilitate change for people and i made the comment like we're all broken and we need blah, blah 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 and it wasn't overt but it was enough in there to have some religious language where somebody afterwards commended me for it but i could see the person that was doing the interview their face changed when mm. i started going when i went there you know what i'm saying yeah and it's scared this isn't like this christian university one-on-one it's a place where all the randos go and they're doing all the weird stuff yep. and they're doing all the you know just they're just you know artists you know what i'm saying right artsy for artsy people and to come in that place and try to institute any type of or have a conversation about anything that was slightly religious that was that was unwise for me for sure and i didn't get it and i ended up at a psychiatric hospital thank you john (laughs) thank you john yes all right what's next (laughs) making grammar spelling mistakes on a cover letter what's next yep (laughs) Uh, (laughs) using poor grammar in interview okay we'll just bucket these together yep like have someone that's coaching you through this process yeah. who's proofreading your cover letter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep, keep pushing. Uh, being underqualified. Being underqualified. Underqualified. Yeah. Hey, have you ever ridden a horse before? You want to go, you want to be a horse trainer? Nah, man. I just see it on TV. I rode a bull at a bar once. So I think this is a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. Especially for uh, the overqualified, underqualified yeah. uh, conversation mm-hmm. is interesting. I think. A lot of guys I know have the problem of being overqualified and then, you know, their industry or whatever going away and then now trying to find a role Mm -hmm. um, to kind of fit into. Uh, So I think that's a real issue. And I think but I think both in both places, you need to understand the jobs you're looking for. And Mm -hmm. if you're underqualified, like be honest with yourself about that. Mm -hmm. I've got some friends who are, you know, 30 plus years old that want to do my job do like be like a consultant for mckenzie be they want to apply to a mckenzie like a mckenzie which Mm. if you never heard of mckenzie it's like Mm -hmm. the number one consulting consultancy in the country let's be the man they want to be the man they want to be you to get a job there you have to graduate from an ivy league school at the top of your class with recommendations Mm -hmm. if you don't have those three things it's like it's like trying to go join augusta (laughs) national like and play with tiger woods yep i mean i hit a couple balls i like to put put I've been to Top Golf. Don't try. Don't try it. Don't. You're not going to get a job. And I and on a, a smaller scale, mm-hmm. I have some friends who are shooting for the stars right now. Mm-hmm. And like, you need to be realistic with yourself and say, how can I get to that point in ten years? Yeah. And they want to be there year one, mm-hmm. year two. It's like, no, no, no. Like, you need to go back to school. Yeah. Or take a entry level position, get some experience. You know, figure out a way to get yeah. there in a decade, not yeah. today. Yeah. 
sorry to tell you, some people don't understand and haven't been told that this isn't what you get when you come out with your undergrad degree. Right. That doesn't happen. Or you can get this with your GED. No, there's some things you got to do to prep for this thing. For sure. And don't embarrass yourself and waste their time. And don't, uh, like, don't assume that because you have a sports management degree mm-hmm. that you can become an agent. Right. For anyone. Right. Like, agents are lawyers right number one they're lawyers (laughs) number one let's get to the point that they're lawyers and and that's part of the education system and like you know hey pay us thirty thousand dollars to give you this piece of paper that says sports management on it when in reality you should have got your degree in like history of poli sci so that you could go to law school and then specialize in hey man ask ricky williams they used to play football about using master p as his sports agent just this we'll just just go start there if you're just in that field Ricky Williams, let's get Master P. I'm gonna get this rapper guy to be my agent. Fail. All right. Um, answering uh, questions incorrectly. Man, yeah. I mean, don't don't lie. Don't answer questions wrong. I don't know if this is like a. This may be a reason people don't get hired. Mm-hmm. But like, if you answer answer the question honestly, okay. wrong is like yo, like you you're making stuff up. Yes. And you have no idea what you're talking about. And instead of saying, hey, I'm not familiar with what you're saying. Can you give me some more information? The kids on Spelling Bees know better. Can you use it in a sentence? Can you give me the definition? Can you, you know what I'm saying? They have enough sense to know when they need more information. Right. If you go in there shooting from the hip and talking at, and thinking you're about to jive your way into this, no, sir. Nah. People know the that. fake it to your make it mentality works <laughs> for like 10 seconds. Yep. Until it backfires on you. Yep. And like, sh- okay, you get the job. And they're yeah. like, oh, remember that like, yeah. you said you were an expert at yeah. X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Hey, sit down at this computer. We're ready for you to be an expert yeah. at X, Y, or Z. Yeah. While we look over your shoulder. And and then they and you're like, I don't know. Yeah. And they're like, you're uh not hired. Right. 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 Goodbye. Because I mean, interviews are processes. They're yeah. not like a single interview. So if yeah. you say something that you're good at something, you're gonna have to probably prove that you're good at something. Yeah. 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 Don't do that, bro. Note to self. <laughs> if you say you can do it, you need to be able to do it. Yes. All right. Um. And this is clearly western ideology but uh lacking uh lacking eye contact in the interview um some cultures eye contact means disrespect right so if you're here in the states lack of eye contact means you're shifty means you're shady means you're unsure of yourself means you're a lot of different things which may or may not be true but you gotta you gotta step your eye game up in all ways dudes need to step their eye game up There are certain gentlemen that uh, I have been in like interviews or meetings mm-hmm. with that do not check their eyes mm, when stupid when, when <laughs> you're going certain individuals walk in the room. Okay, like oh. and it's like no 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 this is business yep. not yep. the bar this is not the bar business is not the bar see that's another t-shirt idea so those that are listening i don't want to interrupt dan but we need you to keep marking these things that we say because marketing is on its way you know we're, we're one day we're, we're on our way to just just having things for you to buy we have sponsors now we can make you, you know, know what i'm saying this make is, things happen. this is business not the bar you know what i'm saying i need you to remember that look me in the eye look me in the all eyes. people my eyes up here yeah exactly up here. Oh, exactly my eyes are up and here. like not on that level but yeah. just looking at anybody in the eye is something i don't i've i don't naturally do well Mm -hmm. i think by bouncing my eyes around the room Mm -hmm. like my wife will on routine basis like what are you looking at and i'm not looking at anything (laughs) she would say that i'm i'm like thinking about things like i kind of go and i don't see what i'm looking at i'm just like thinking yeah and reflective thinking psychologically speaking is good you know it shows people that you're kind of processing things right so like i've had to be really good about when I'm thinking, not speaking, which I also am not good at, like I think and speak at the same time. Mm-hmm. And 
like looking people in the eye when I'm making statements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so it's something I'm not really good at. Uh, and that's something I've had to really work at mm-hmm. and would know that going into the interview to be mm-hmm. like, if they're looking at me, I'm looking at them and blinking and not like yeah. forcing it. But <laughs> the awkward, I'm looking at yeah. you and my yeah, eyes yeah. are open. Cause there is too much eye contact, yeah. especially yeah. as someone who is doing an interview. If like I'm interviewing you yeah. and you come in and like, it feels like you are asserting yourself. Yeah. yeah. Then it's like, okay, so, slow, slow your roll, bro. Don't give me the aggressive eyes. Yeah. Back up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tone that, tone them eyes down. Yep. Yeah. And you want to, like, again, and that leads into, our, be eager, be excited about sitting in the room mm-hmm. and potentially having the opportunity for a new job. Mm-hmm. But don't be like, oh, this is the opportunity I've been waiting for. Yeah, yeah. You're probably going to still be waiting. You might, you might continue Because if wait. you want it too bad, yeah. th- that comes across negatively. In the, the desperation. Thirst is that's a bad sign yeah don't be desperate yeah don't you, be desperate you can say hey I, I you know i really want to be here i really you know i don't know need or want the job if you want to say that but just let people know you're actually excited about the employment yeah. opportunity you yeah. know what i'm saying totally. that's that's you know let's let's relax um bragging bragging in our interview bro i mean i would be more prone to this mm-hmm. too like subconsciously mm-hmm. of like trying to prove myself mm-hmm. very quickly in the interview like oh like i could handle something like that yeah, like yeah. x y or z but I think, again, you need to go in prepared yeah. to tell stories of your successes but while giving credit to the people who were yep. surrounding you Humble as brag. well. Humble brag, bro. You can, you can, you can humbly submit your, your, cre- your cre- credentials. Yeah. You know when they I mean? ask you a question about a success, like you can tell stories yeah. about you know, how you were able to you know, work with a team and find success or whatever. Yeah. But, again, most companies are way more concerned about the teamwork aspect. Can mm-hmm. you work within a team mm-hmm. than they are about how successful you've been yeah 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 Yeah. i agree 100 percent. so that's game in itself if you have to talk about you make sure you can include how you became or how others helped you or the other things that attributed you to being being able to be successful for sure you know what i'm saying i secured xyz clients but it was because i was able to make relationships and people that trusted me da 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 and i was able to you know uh utilize the the help that others gave me to you know accomplish these goals absolutely yeah absolutely it's yeah, easy bro all right lacking a resume copy lacking a resume copy at an interview duh a lot, a lot of times people be like, oh, we will bring it. Don't worry about it. Even still, bring a copy of your resume to the interview, regardless of whether they say they got 100 copies. Just bring one, at least one or two in a nice folder. Don't bring it rolled up. Don't bring it like it's a scroll. You know what I'm saying? Like you just came from Middle Earth. <laughs> you know, I've won. I've got the scroll of scrolls. No, no, no. Come put a little folder. You know what I'm saying? A little whatever you have that doesn't have creases or wrinkles or whatever. For sure. Make sure it's nice. And don't show up to the receptionist and be like, hey, can I make a few copies before this interview? <laughs> if you do that, you might as well be late. You if might you as that, well be like, late. No. Yep. Uber to that Kinko. Because your car broke down. That's it. Make some copies. Then Uber to the interview. Yep. yep. And then Uber walk to the parking deck (laughs) like you have a car. Because if I find out you don't have a vehicle and you didn't tell me about your not your non vehicle. Right, right, right. Then I'm going to like no one's gonna hire if you don't have a car. Right, 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 right. Especially in a city, unless you're like in New York yeah, yeah, or Chicago yeah. or Philadelphia. Well, you're not gonna be on time. Right. Okay. Where oh, this is there. Yeah. There's a potential problem here. Yeah, yeah. This is real game. Walk to the parking deck. Yeah, yeah. Like your car is there. Yeah. Call that Uber. Yeah. And then walk out of the parking deck and hop in that Uber. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I I like what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Um. All right. So then rambling. So you can't do what we do here. 
You know what I'm saying? This is <laughs> this is our time to ramble. Do not go in there. Don't do it. Be succinct as much as possible. Be confident and assured of what you're saying. Um, and, and act as if you got some sense. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, you get to telling on yourself. You get to telling lies. You just... Just talking too much leads to shenanigans. You know what I'm saying? And don't be too succinct, but just just get to the point. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're probably going for all-day interviews. You're probably doing it with multiple people. Mm-hmm. The best thing, the greatest gift you can give them is give them answers yes. that answer their question, mm-hmm. that are succinct and to the point, and let them get out of that meeting earlier than they Come planned on. on. Right. Right. If I sit in a, in a meeting that's supposed to last 30 minutes or an interview that's supposed to last 30 minutes and we sit down and, you know, the, the conversation is engaging, mm-hmm. like he's even like saying questions back to me and complimenting the question or saying, yeah. hey, that's really, I've actually never thought about it, but this is probably where I'd go with it. And mm-hmm. But so then succinctly answering the question, yeah. we get through, da, 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 cool. Any questions for me? He asked one or two questions about the company, the culture, whatever. It's like, okay, he cares. Yeah. And I'm still early. It's like, bro, this was fantastic. I like what you're doing. Can I walk you down the cafeteria now? And like, can we, I actually don't have anything. You want to go grab a coffee with me? And now you're outside of the interview situation and you're building a real relationship with someone that's going to have an effect on whether you get hired. Mm -hmm. And you can talk about things that are outside of the scope of the interview. What do you like to do? I've like, I love playing golf. Oh, really? Like, where do you play around here? Mm -hmm. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Like, oh, now we've like built something. Or I went to Georgia. I'm a huge football fan. We're, you're building real relationships with people versus, you know, in the interview setup. And I literally have seen, uh, been in, not being the interviewer, but just like sitting in as a part of that process and mm-hmm. watch people, the, the, the mood when you leave the room changes completely. It's like, yeah. oh, we're people again. Yeah. Versus before it's like a, you know, firing range. Right, right, right. And yeah, so... Yeah. If you can get through the room situation and out of the room and still build those like real like real relationship stuff, mm-hmm. you have a way better chance of getting the job. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, dressing casually for an interview should be a no brainer. But again, polo, khakis. Okay, cool. But we're not we're not wearing the you know what I'm saying like the the sweatsuit. Do your research. Yes. yes. Understand the culture of the yes. company. Mm-hmm. Pretend to be a freaking uber eats driver and pull up with an like with you know a delivery of food and just walk around the office yeah 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 and be like oh must have got the wrong floor yeah like whatever trying to learn the culture like figure out a way to understand because if you know if you're getting hired by vanderchuck media in new york and you show up in a suit you might as well be late (laughs) be late back to that yeah right like yeah and this is something that like if someone shows up to an interview with me in a mm-hmm. suit, mm-hmm. Like, bruh. I don't think this is yeah. going to like, if yeah. this is your go-to and this yeah. is what you thought this was, yeah. we actually need to spend more time talking about what you thought this was yeah. Yeah. versus who you are as an individual. Yeah. Don't over, I, I think in our culture, we're shifting away from the underdressed and, yeah. and there's a fine line between finding yeah. what is not underdressed and what is not overdressed yeah, 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 yeah and i find this happens a lot too depending on uh, ses stuff too because oftentimes in poor well it used to be you might be broke but you don't look broke you might be poor but you don't look poor you might be poor but you don't stink you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and so the thing was you know everybody's dressing up and you were you know so sometimes grandma grandpa whoever's around might tell you, you better put that tie on and that 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 four-piece suit and the you know what i'm like nah know the culture you know yeah. what i'm saying like grandma grandpa i appreciate that uncle buddy hey man appreciate that uncle buddy but 
you know what I'm saying? This ain't that type of situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just make sure, because like you're saying, underdress as well as overdress is, is a is a no-go. Interviews, the one thing everyone's trying to figure out is, is there going to be chemistry? And two, yeah. I would like impress upon any of our listeners that if you, as a mode, like for me, like I wear pretty much the same thing most days. Yeah. Like I have kind of like three sets of jeans, similar yeah. colors, similar like V-necks and, a, and probably a hoodie yep. that I wear on a consistent basis. Looks good to me. If, if I was to leave my current situation and need to apply for a job, mm-hmm. I would like when I went and applied for a, a year, I was under a non-compete. Mm-hmm. So I had to work for other companies. I couldn't start my own company. Mm-hmm. And I would go to the interviews purposefully in what I knew was true to like me, mm-hmm. knowing yep. that like it was going to be a good fit for somebody believing yep. that. Yeah. Now, if you got some bills to pay and like you yeah. trying to get in and get that paycheck, yep. I had some freedom. I had some bandwidth to mm-hmm. like find a good fit. Yeah. I wasn't saying this needs to be a good yeah. fit. Yeah. If it needs to be a good fit for you, understand the culture yep. and, you yep. know, dress to that culture. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. So as a therapist, right, private practice, doing my own thing, license myself. I had to create a culture of my even my bit, my practice. When you come into my room, when you come into my room, I have star trek pictures on the wall i got a black panther figurine over here i got some uh uh, some star wars memorabilia over here because that's the vibe i'm giving off right you know what i'm saying that's what i want people to see when they come and if they don't want to be in that environment you don't have to come back yeah but i had to get to that when i first started i was dressing uncomfortably and looking like this and look like that because as a black male i want to make sure that everybody feels that i'm professional i gotta look professional i'm like no after a while i was like bro f all that man i paid for this degree yeah and i put in these hours and if you don't want to be here because you're nervous that i got two strands in my hair or if I got you know corn rolls or I got whatever then hey this ain't the spot right you know what I'm saying so I think that like you're saying you have to be aware of what it takes to get the job if you're in dire straits but at the same time don't be afraid to go into an interview with the with the culture that you want to present and be comfortable in and if it don't work that's on you if it mm-hmm. doesn't work great you found it yep. you know what I'm saying and absolutely it's a thin line be careful but be right be absolutely um, last two using the gimmick like sending baked goods gifts etc like I don't know you, bruh. Like, don't pull up you know, or send stuff ahead of time. You know what I'm saying? Trying to, like, I don't know, like, ease into the situation. Try to butter people up. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I don't I don't know if that would work for you. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't, that's something that, something I would do. But would that help someone get into your office and be like, oh. Not in an interview process. Yeah, yeah. If I'm hiring you, like, I'm contracting you to do yeah. a set of services yeah. on my company's behalf. Yeah. If we're a client, if, like, you have, if, Side note, if you mm-hmm. own your own company, especially after you've done yeah. a, like a project for somebody yeah. and you have a brand that's cool and you've created cool stuff that's yeah. like associated with your brand and what it means to work with you. Yeah. Like this is something that we work really hard at at my agency is yeah. like, what is our swag that mm. like people literally we get hit up on a daily basis? Mm. Like, hey, okay. how do okay. I get some of that like out swag? Yeah. Where it's a, a brand in and of its own, and yeah. people want that want that stuff. And so after mm-hmm. you know, after we do a job with someone, we always one want to say thank you, yeah. like in a written note, and then two, we want to say thank you in other ways, yeah. like hey, here's a yet, like here's a like a small yeti. Everyone wants one of these, yeah. like yeah. you know, nothing. Ex- now, if you take that too far, and it's like you send me like just something crazy, like yeah. I don't know, like on a trip somewhere i'm gonna be like what strings are coming with this yeah but hey if there's no strings send me on that trip (laughs) um (laughs) so anyway i think but as far as like interviewing for a job coming with baked goods if you do that like it's like 
I'm not. You got to be somebody's grandma. If you're a granny, I'm not eating it. But that's sweet of you. You know, and you're coming to be like work the front desk. You know what I'm saying? And if that yes, if that if your role is like hospitality, and like this is one way that you like consistently can show, because that's the other thing you don't want to set a precedent. Like, oh, I'm the like baking person. It's like okay, we want to hire you. And is there any way that like once a week those cookies were so good? (laughs) Keep them. Can you do that? Yep. And like. Yeah, be careful what precedent yep. you set. Yep, that's a real thing. In relationships, too. If you're not going to keep buying mm-hmm. the flowers, don't bring the flowers, sir. <laughs> don't do it. Yep. All right. And the last one, talking about other interviews. Like. Other like, girlfriends, dude. Yeah, right. It's like bringing up old exes, bro. Like, you just don't This do interview it, was so much better than, right. than my previous <laughs> interview I had last week. Yep. Oh, tell me about that. What right. went wrong? Right, right. It's like, and now you're about to, like, yep. just. Play yep. your so how long have you been unemployed? It says you're, yeah. you've kept a job. So wait, why are you going on these interviews while you're working for other companies? Now you're telling on yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like just there's so many errors that you can make in that. It you have to walk the fine line of not disclosing more information yeah. than they're looking for. Yeah. yeah. Please don't do it. Check their boxes. That's it. Have the real conversations with yeah. them. But there's certain things like we don't need to know about right, right. X, Y, or Z. Right. No. Matter of fact, finding out that you're going on interviews while having a job, depending on what job you're going for, it could be a bad thing. We understand millennial culture and people yeah. do it all the time. Oh, I got to take a sick day. You really just going out for another interview, whatever. But you, people don't need to know that's what you're doing, bro. They, they don't. They don't. That's not they don't. Thing. Last point that I yeah. would like add to this, um, and this is not like a point of not doing it in mm-hmm. interviews. And like, I think being a good interviewer takes time. So mm-hmm. like, don't be afraid to like, one the job that you really really want Mm -hmm. like apply to three or four other jobs that you're like i'm i don't really want this job but go on the interview just for practice exactly because no one's reinventing the interviewing book Mm -hmm. like everyone's kind of playing by the same playbook so Mm -hmm. you can kind of get some practice in Mm -hmm. with companies that you really don't care for or like you're really not thinking it's going to work out and get that practice in the second thing if you really want a job network the hell out of who else already works there Mm -hmm. i'm telling you this right now you are even if you're qualified and you kill the interview there's probably someone there that is also qualified that's going to kill the interview that also knows someone and is like friends with or connected to the team that's hiring for Mm -hmm. this position Mm -hmm. if you come in with no relationships, no equity, no capital, no one speaking social, yeah. on the other side of the fence yep. on your behalf, yep. you're not going to get the job. No social capital, no job. And the reality is what you're saying, man, people under overestimate their ability to kill it. They, mm-hmm. over, they overestimate their ability to kill it, man. And you'll find out, oh, I didn't kill it. Mm-hmm. So let me make sure I have some social capital going on somewhere else. I know a guy who is the king of LinkedIn. I got a client. He is the king of LinkedIn. He will make all the connections, hit up people, talk to people, and be like, yo, I'm just going for this interview, blah, blah, blah. Can I meet with you to discuss X, Y, Z from somebody at the company? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we can have coffee and talk about blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So he's just trying to get a foot in the door. Everyone wants to be hit up as like an expert. Yep. I just want to pick your brain. Yep. And don't. Okay, bait and switch mode. Uh oh, don't do it, you mothers. If you show up to that meeting yep. with, hey, I really just want to pick your brain about X, Y, or Z, mm-hmm. and you then flip it and say, like, hey, I'd love for you if you could like help, you know, talk to. I know I'm going to be interviewing with this person. Can you, don't ask anything of no. the people you're hanging out with. No. Come on, pick man. their brain, make them feel like they're they're bringing something to you. Yep. Ask a lot of questions. Yep. Come with those questions already thought through, but don't show up. And uh, you know, bait and switch them into yep. oh, you need like you want me to do something for mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. That happened to me 
on a few different occasions. It happened to me right before we recorded this. <laughs> we ran down to my office because I had this meeting where this person was going to like, was like, Hey, I want to talk to you about potentially like, you know, bringing some like work your way, whatever, mm. whatever. And th- then they've basically flipped it to no, no, no. What work can you bring my way? Yeah. Like, man, I know what you do. Right. I think you actually are pretty good at what you do. Mm-hmm. If you hadn't done what you just did, yeah. I would have been more prone to yep. call you and been yep. like, hey, I'd love to find a project we can work on together. Bro. But now you just bait and switch me. Yeah. If you've been honest and been like, hey, I'm hurting for work. Yeah. I'd love to sit down and just figure out what you guys are about. Come on. And just culturally wise, as yeah. if it, is it good? Okay, cool. Up yeah. front, I yeah. know that you are looking for work. This yeah. is way better than the bait and switch. The other yeah. thing, I've had people hit me up and be like, hey, I'm thinking about starting a business, trying to find some good work mm-hmm. life, pr- work life balance balance can i just pick your brain on these mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. absolutely let's sit down and then yeah halfway through the thing they're like so what work can you bring like yeah how can i work with your team yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i thought we were talking about work-life balance i thought we were talking about you starting your thing yeah don't don't make me feel used yeah and just a a means to an end to you yeah yeah 100 yeah, percent. and if i am cool just tell me up front right 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 bro like be honest about the stuff the bait and switch never works again it's relationships we dudes do the same stuff same thing with chicks we we present one way got them and then we do something else that she's not sticking around for that bro yep you're an abuser and you need to go to jail or something you're you're not you're not a person that needs to be in relationships with people people think that they need to present like get their foot in the door in order to accomplish what they want yeah my experience is is if you're up front Mm -hmm. about your intentions Mm -hmm. like hey my one intention is to work for you Mm -hmm. okay yeah cool oh speak so now you've now you've now you've reminded me of what life used to be when i worked for reach records everybody was my friend everybody just wanted to hang out and everybody just wanted to pull up in atlanta and everybody just wanted to blah 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 oh you just want to hand me a demo oh you just want to hand me a mixtape oh you just want to know if lecrae will pop up and do this oh you just want to know if show will do that oh you want to know if tadashi will do this. oh you don't care about me no bro let's not let's just keep it 1000 you let's know what i'm saying both of our times and just yeah. shoot me a text and be like hey i'm th- doing this event is there yeah. any way that anyone on the roster would show up to this event that's it the answer is no right but i'm not <laughs> mad at you and yeah. you're not mad at me yeah you're just the person i was contacting because i thought you were the person to contact yep you know what i'm saying that's not formulate fake friendships you know what yes. i mean and that's it's the worst bro it's the worst like like you you will get if i was able to block back then there would be a block you know what i'm saying for sure you know but it's just it's it's a bad situation you find ourselves in man people are crazy bro they are dude and and people i think bottom line know somebody prepare for the interview and be realistic about the jobs that you can get yeah if you don't apply to be a lawyer if you don't have your law degree like i mean that's crazy but that's like the extreme of the situation of like paralegal i can be no no it's not no there's steps to this process like um and don't take the easy way out of this like i have um some people in my life now that are like have been struggling to find a job and I think done a lot of good things to find that find the jobs mm-hmm. but they've you know kept hitting walls kept mm-hmm. hitting walls and they need that now they're thinking through okay well can I be can I sling some real estate can I do these other things mm-hmm. and that may be like something you can do is like patchwork or whatever mm-hmm. hustle but like long term be real with yourself if that's something you want to do yeah. And if it is a huge passion, you can make a ton of money at it. Yeah, yeah. But don't just take the easy road because for a second it's going to fix your situation. Yeah. You need to chase after what you truly love doing. Otherwise, it's not sustainable. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> 
I, I, I never, people never cease to amaze me. I often find myself, even as a therapist, not being able to understand why people do what they do. Um, this list had some real interesting, like, why are you doing that? But again, this is a real thing being conducted, research being conducted by real companies and people are doing these things, man. We want you guys to experience the best interview life possible. We want you guys to win by any means necessary. I think a, a bottom line for me to this conversation is don't be prideful. Don't, 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 don't feel like as if you got it when you don't. Don't come into something half-cocked and unprepared if you need to prepare. Don't pretend like you can do something you can't do. And bottom line is you will get found out. Mm. And depending on the market you're in, your name will circulate and people will talk bad about you. Absolutely. And you'll become uh, become found out real quick. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And it's easy to make mistakes. Own them yeah. when they happen. Yeah. Realize yeah. like, oh, like that didn't work and, yeah. and learn from it and move yeah. on. And move on, bro. Listen, um, do we we have time for the uh for adding the uh gifts that we talked about gifts. Let's let's talk about it next time. Okay, we'll talk about that next time. Yeah, guys. You can tease it a little bit. Tease it. So you know, the the second from the bottom thing was on the list. We talked about bringing gifts, right? We live in a culture where people go and they go to the bar. You know, they may uh, have an interview and then mix and mingle. They may, you know, you might try to get clients at certain places. Now that this culture of uh, Mary Jane, marijuana, cannabis is becoming legalized in many places, people are trying to navigate the waters of, is this an appropriate gift to give? Mm. Is this something that I should show up with? Right. Hey, hey. I'm going to bring some whiskey or I'm going to bring some of that. Some like, cannabis. You know what I'm saying? I top got shelf. Some, I got some edibles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or I got two tickets to the movies. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have a conversation about what's an appropriate gift to bring when you're trying to win friends or win jobs. Frankincense or myrrh is Frankincense, really that's what it, it boils down that's to. It. That's it, bro. All right, y'all. It's been real. It's been fun. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Don't Do That, Bro. We're super thankful for anybody that reviews and likes us. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, at Dan Dunk. At C. John Roar. S-E-E-J-O-N-R-O-A-R. Tell us your interview stories. Tell us, Tell please, us about please. your wins, your losses, yeah. what helped you win, why you lost. Yeah. Uh, and and you can help the whole community benefit. The tribe needs you. Side note, the tribe needs me. We need to get to this movie podcast stuff we were supposed to start doing. I saw Acrimony yesterday. Tyler Perry's Acrimony. And I got so many, so many things to talk about, bro. I was so... I left out of there like, oh, wow. I we, every week we were like, oh, we're going to add in this. Yeah, what, yeah. What's happening at the movies? Because we're both huge movie fans. Yeah. I was excited, bro. Maybe we just need to do it right after Don't Do That, bro. Maybe we should. We or should. After, life, yeah. after the Life Caddy segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll do, we'll do that next time. All right, cool. All right, man, I appreciate you. All right, y'all. Like Shardy's like a melody in my head that I can't keep on. Got me singing like na 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 na. Every day's like my iPod stuck on replay, replay. Shardy's like a melody in my head that I can't keep on. Got me singing like na 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 na. Every day's like my iPod stuck on replay, replay. See you been on the front of glow. Now once did you leave my mind? We talk on the phone from night till the morning. Girl, it really changed my life Doing things I never do I'm in the kitchen cooking things she likes Red, 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 white, breaking all the rules Someday I wanna make you my wife